Past to the Future, Module 3, Lesson 8, Workbook, page 122 and 123, Handout 37, A Day at Doran High School. At Doran High, Jenny complained to the school vice principal last week, and now this week, she complained to the school principal, Miss Zane. She was very worried about a group of boys who teased her incessantly at school about the size of her shelf, as they called her breasts. The boys also made remarks as she walked by them, such as, want to bear them for me, or want to go to bed. Numerous other inappropriate remarks had been made, and all have sexual connotations. The boys stand in a large group, watch females passing by, and laugh after each remark. Walking past this large group of males in the hall is very difficult, embarrassing, and downright scary for many girls who attend this high school. Some girls ignore them. Some yell, shut up. Some hide their faces and avoid looking at any of them. Other girls grin and become coy and flirtatious as they li- as if they like it. Still, other girls find alternative routes to get to their classes in order to completely avoid the harassment of this group. Jenny and her friends feel strongly that the group of boys are out of line and that she and that uh, and that they <laughs> Jenny and her friends, sorry, can't read this morning. Jenny and her friends feel strongly that this group of boys are out of line and should be punished for harassment. The male vice principal, Mr. Johnson, dismisses Jenny's complaint with boys will be boys, but the female principal does not. Miss Zane, the school principal, finds that this behavior is stereotyping females and definitely is sexual harassment. She also believes it has no place in the school setting or anywhere for that matter. Miss Zane deals with the issue by calling all of the boys into her office. She reports what she has heard and tells them that what they are doing is degrading and embarrassing to females and therefore unacceptable. The principal also states that sexual harassment is against school and district policy and shows them to the school and district handout handbook with the policy describing sexual harassment as illegal. The boys seem confused, some denying that they did anything wrong, and some are very hostile hostile about being confronted on their daily hall behavior. For the first time in their high school lives, they can no longer say or do whatever they want in the halls of Doran High School. Some of the boys began to to agree with the viewpoint of the principal, but most are unsure of what really is the definition of sexual harassment. Some think that it's too hard to define. One male suggests that the girls need to tell them when they're out out of line and they will stop. Most of them think it ought to be okay to tell a girl that she looks real fine as she passes by. The boys are reluctant to change a behavior that has defined them for all of their high school and middle school years. The boy who has teased Jenny incessantly about her shelf, Jason, stated that all the guys say that stuff. And there's even guys who try to grab breasts too. Till now, no girl seemed to mind it. It's just a little teasing and they don't do anything about it. If somebody touched my private parts, I'd beat the crap out of them. But the girls are different. They act like they don't really care. So I guess it's okay to do. Six of the boys are suspended for three days the rest of the week for sexual harassment and eight other boys who seem to be followers are reported to report to detention after school or on Saturday for the next two weeks. The girls are feeling that they have important administrative support for the crackdown on sexual harassment. However, the boys are left feeling both confused and enraged at their punishment. In less than two weeks, the school principal's decision to be decisive and punitive in, bat, in combating the sexual harassment causes a community outrage. Miss Zane receives a rep 
reprimand from the school district superintendent after several parents of the identified boys called to complain about her being too heavy-handed and that she issued no warnings. The principal, Ms. Zane, feels that because of this lack of support from the superintendent, it would be difficult to get community support through the parent-teacher association at their next meeting. Ms. Zane's plan to have sexual harassment be the topic of the school's of the next school's PTA meeting. There would be a guest speaker on sexual harassment from a local service agency. Well, women, all community members present could engage in discussions and problem solving on this important topic. After the response from the school district's administrators, she changed the topic of the meeting. The principal felt so burned by her own action on this matter of sexual harassment that she also canceled a girls group who met weekly to talk about school social problems. Ms. Zane also decided not to meet with any of the remaining boys who had been reported as guilty of frequent harassment. Ms. Zane, the high school's principal, felt that she had to protect her job and her name. Even though she wants to highlight the issue, then develop stronger school policy against sexual harassment, she decides to let the school superintendent take the lead because he is in charge of all schools in the district. But she knows that there's no existing policy, no staff training, and no discussion regarding this important school issue, sexual harassment. What would you do? There's some critical thinking questions attached to the sheet as well. Um, critical thinking questions um, that are up for discussion at our next uh, Google Meet. Could this happen in my high school today? Has it, why or why not? Thinking about the girls and the boys that um, you're friends with, has anything like this happened to them or to you? Um, and sort of what was the reaction? Do you agree or disagree with each of the main players in the article and why? The girls, the boys, the superintendent, Mr. Johnson, the vice principal, and Ms. Zane, the high school principal. What are the obstacles in the story that stand in the way of progress on the issue of sexual harassment? What does the phrase, a voice in the wilderness, have you ever heard it used? What does it mean? Who is that in this story? And what did you think about the resolution to the issues presented here? What might you change in the story for a different outcome? Again, this is Pass of the Future, Module 3, Lesson 8, Workbook, page 122 and 123, Handout 37.